Welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live Thursday morning and just a few days before Halloween. Spooky time, getting ready. Hopefully it stays dry and all the little trick-or-treaters can have fun. Oh, wouldn't that be lovely? And I really love it because we get about, I don't know how many, a couple hundred kids come to our neighborhood. I might need to add to that. I might come to your neighborhood too. Yeah, come to the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Super fun. And my house is kind of way up at the top of the hill because I was thinking, oh, "Oh, I'm not going to get that. But I get so many trick-or-treaters. In fact, I really need to start buying candy, but I'm so afraid I'm going to start to eat it that... And I buy I buy you know gluten free candy mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know all this other stuff and then I buy regular candy too and all the gluten free candy goes first. Good. I know kids are just really inundated and what's healthy and good they're for them. They're sharp out there I now. Know, they're, they're sharp. So they're very smart. aware. They're very aware. It, actually, Justine and I were just talking about that because there's a a, a report about millennials that um, if they were if if we were only going to take their their vote this year that the United States would be mostly blue. There'd only be three states that were kind of reddish, purplish. So that's kind of fascinating, I think. Yeah, um, kind of interesting. A lot of reports for the millennials. Another one actually just popped up five minutes ago. That's how you said that five minutes ago. Like, it's tearing up relationships now. And it's like, well... No, I think think, they're very wise. And I think... Well, but that's the thing. I think they're extremely smart and wise. And they're they're thinking about joy. Sure. And so, like, is this going to bring me joy? Is this bringing me happiness? Is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? Is this this the right person for me? That's the battle Is this the the right food for me? I think that's healthy. I think that's really healthy. Thinking about yourself and what's in your best Mm -hmm. interest Mm -hmm. helps you to attract all the right circumstances. And then things that aren't good for you just kind of fall away. So it's always good for yourself, always. And then, of course, it's good for everyone else, everyone that's in your life anyway. You're happy and fulfilled and feeling good and healthy. How could that not be good for everyone in your life? So today we're going to talk about if you have any scary stories. We'd love to hear them. And I'm going to talk about a few stories that I have. I I personally am have... from what I can recall anyway, I've never been afraid of the mystical realm or the other side or goblins or witches. I feel very at home with that kind of energy, quite frankly. But I do have a couple stories that could perhaps come across as kind of scary. Um, and of course, remember, I 60% of the clients that I see, I have a full-time practice for those of you who listen to the show and don't know that. I'm typically booked out over a year in advance. I think we're at 14 months right now. And I've been that way for years. That's why I don't advertise my my private practice on the air because we're really busy and inundated with getting all of our clients into my system anyway. So, which I appreciate. That's actually probably the biggest portion of Justine's job is taking care of the two-year calendar schedule, (laughs) which is kind of fun and interesting. Um, But I do have, I would say 60% of the clients that I see are very ill and 40% of the people I see aren't really ill, may have some aches and pains or some health issue that's up, but it's nothing serious. And so I I work intuitively not only on the body and healing it, but I help people with their relationships and their jobs. And really what I, my main primary job, because I always think of myself as an energy worker, is to get people's energy up and their vibration up and help them to maintain that because that's actually what solves every problem in the world anyway, is having high frequency. So um, 
So as I tell the stories that I tell, don't be surprised if I talk about people who have health issues, because remember, that's 60% of the population that I serve. And and I'm actually very comfortable with it, but not everybody is. Um, but even when I teach classes, I talk a lot about health issues um, when I'm using comparisons because that's what I love. I, I actually love disease. I know that sounds really weird. Um, and I don't mean that I wish anyone to have one. I absolutely do not. But I think it's fascinating and interesting. And it gives us an opportunity to shift our perception through learning what our body needs or wants. So uh, uh, many years ago, I had a client who came to see me who had um, actually stage four breast cancer. She was pretty ill and um, she'd already gone through many rounds of treatment. And I had a, my overall feeling, and I told her right, right away that I didn't think she was going to survive her disease process. I thought that she was going to pass away. And she was adorable. She goes, well, I don't care what you say. I still want to have sessions with you, and I'm going to survive. And I go, well, I will love that. I will be your biggest cheerleader. I'll jump up and down and be thrilled. If my intuition about this is incorrect, uh, uh, And I will be thrilled. And I often say that all the time. There's sometimes I wish my intuition was wrong, right? Like, I would rather be wrong. So... Anyway, she did come and see me regularly, and um, she did not survive. And her family, she lived on one of the islands here um, in, in the northwest area. Her family called me and asked if, while she was getting ready to leave her body, they asked me if I would come and spend time with her, and of course I do. That's when I do pro bono work is when I get to be at the bedside of someone leaving this world. It's one of my favorite things to do. I know that sounds weird, too, but when someone's transitioning and they're leaving their body, there's really a ton of celebration. It's almost like there's a baby shower on the other side happening. Just like when people come into this world, we're so excited. Months in advance, we're buying baby clothes. We're having parties. We're all excited. Well, the same thing happens when you're leaving your physical form and moving back to the other side. Same thing's happening. People are all excited, people you haven't seen in centuries, because they've been incarnated in some other realm you've been living on the earth realm and everyone's coming back together and there is a party for you and it takes about four years they start planning the party for four years so the other side can feel and sense when loved ones are getting ready to move their energy out of their physical form and move it to the other side so they plan it for four years and so Beings that you've known in other lifetimes or when you've recuperated in heaven, I, I tend to call it that, um, they know you and they know what you like, even the things that you liked before you incarnated here, things that you liked maybe 10 centuries ago. Um, and so they bring all of it together. That's why it takes four years because we're such diverse, interesting, huge souls. There's so much that can make us happy and so much that can entice us and bring out the best in us. So for four years, they're planning your party. And so it's a very exciting thing. So anyway, long story short, I'm at this woman's bedside. She's just received last rites before, you know, um, the family priest has been there. And she's still arguing with me. You know, she's got oxygen on. She's adorable, lovely. I love her personality. That's why she lived so long with a very challenging Feisty disease. Feisty little thing. Feisty, Feisty. as heck. I like that. And she's telling me, she goes, I'm going to survive. You know, I'm still, you know, and I'm just like, I hope you do. Of course, you know. At any rate, she, she died a few days later. And she kind of haunted me afterwards. I, I would never use the word haunted, but in this case I will because we're talking about Halloween and all of those things. So uh, because she was kind of mad at me because I, what you know, my assessment of what was going to happen is what happened. And she didn't want to leave her body clearly, or at least her consciousness didn't want to leave, right? Her, her awareness of the physical realm did not want to leave. And she fought really hard to stay. So she's on the other side. And when people leave their body... Before they cross to the heavens, they are in a place, um, a, a transitional place. It's called the astral plane or the psychic realm. So Benny 
and Justine and I were all in the studio basically together today. And and of course, we're in the third dimensional space. We're on Earth in the third dimensional space. The astroplane is just about, I don't know, a foot and a half away from us or closer. It's, it's huge time-space reality that's bigger than the planet Earth. It's gigantic. And so when people leave their bodies, they have to walk through the astroplane to get to heaven or fly through it or it can happen in a second. You don't Sometimes you don't even know that there's an astroplane because it happens so quick. Well, if you're frustrated and angry or the small percentage of people who become ghosts, which I think is less than 3% of the people who actually die their bodies become ghosts, they hang out in the astroplane. So for about, I don't know, several months, she was in the astroplane, and I would see her kind of like dive bombing me when I would be in sessions because she was mad. And it, and it was funny because sometimes I would duck, but there was really nothing to duck because she could just come right through me. And and she it wasn't like a, a hurtful thing. She was just frustrated. So I would just laugh and send her love, and then she would stop and sometimes give me a hug and cry. And then she'd get feisty again. And it was just the most adorable experience I I had. It was the longest one. I I had a couple other clients who did something similar, but this was the longest one and the one that was like there every day. It was like I'd I'd go in my office and there she'd be, you know. (laughs) It was adorable. At least you're open to it by then. Uh, If you were just new to it, you'd be like, whoa, 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 invading my space. I actually, the weird thing for me from the moment I real, I started to see things, Mm -hmm. it's only seen normal to me. It has seen more normal to me than even being in a body, you know, seeing energy and talking to people who aren't in their bodies anymore and, and helping others energetically actually feels more at home to me than waking up every morning in my bed, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I love nature. It helps me to incorporate it. So we're talking about the things that you think might be scary or you think might go bump in the night. And if more stories come to my mind, I will certainly share them. Eventually she did leave because I can hear people, the, audio, the listening nods go, what happened? She eventually uh, decided to go to the other side. It took her several months, maybe six, which is kind of a long time. Most people take a few days or a couple weeks. Some people take a month, depending on how challenging their their process was bef- you know, before they died or how challenging their relationships were with their loved ones because it can be very frustrating and annoying and there's all these you know, anger issues. Anger is kind of the thing that keeps people stuck in the astral plane if they are, you know, they're not going to hang out there. It's a transitional place. You're not supposed to hang out there. You're supposed to just walk through it or visit past lives or get psychic information. But it's a, it's a very movable, fast-moving time-space reality. Wonderful. Okay. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt because it was no, such a big No, it's great. Story. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we should probably st- at least go to the phone lines because yeah. all the phone lines mm-hmm. are lit up. And they're booked. They're booked. So right. who do we have? Yeah, and let's give out the number again if one line uh, drops and we are relieve a caller. It's 877-825-8828. That's the number for the Marie Manucherry and her radio show, 877-825-8828. We'll start things off with Mac calling in from Seattle. Hello, Mac. Uh, hi. Hi, Mac. How are you? I am not okay. <laughs> oh, How are you? I'm fabulous, thank you. But I am sorry that you're not okay. So what can I do for you? Uh, I'm going through a tough time right now, sort mm-hmm. of an existential crisis. Oh, an existential crisis. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, can you just give me a reading? <laughs> I can give you a reading, certainly. Um, so you just want a general reading about your existential crisis, or do you want information about how to get out of it? Uh, well, 
kind of boat, although I don't know <laughs> how to get out of it. Okay. Well, first of all, I have drawn out your energy. You're taking lovely energy from the crown chakra on top of your head and your root chakra, which looks beautiful. The front of your third eye is very strong and has an excellent pattern. I don't see a lot of energy moving into the back of your third eye, which means you're not taking in a lot of intuitive information, which tells me right away. And what this is what I heard as soon as I heard your voice anyway, that you're stuck in your head and you have this tendency to think and analyze and process everything to death. And that's why you're in trouble right now. I mean, you're not really in trouble, but you've determined that you're in trouble. Um, But the reason why you can't have clarity and you can't see out of it or the beauty that's happening all around you is because you overanalyze and process everything to death. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So you, you can't do that anymore and have a different experience on earth. So what's happening to you, even though it feels terrible, and I don't know all of the aspects that are occurring, but you're right. There are multiple things and multiple areas of your life that are in challenging situations right now. It's not just one thing. You got lots of things going on. And it's because the universe is helping you to do something that your soul asked and requested, made a request before you incarnated, which is that you learn to get out of fear and to learn to be in calm energy so that you can sense what is in your best interest, so that you can have the clarity to do what you really want to do or what makes you really happy. And um, so in order to do that, you have to stop thinking. And you need to stop listening to your thoughts because the ego, which is still part of the human condition, for each human being, it resides in our brain. Energetically, it's connected to our neurotransmitters and the gray matter in our brain. So when we move into a phase of overthinking and analyzing, we overactivate the ego. And the ego really is like just a puddle of fear. That's really what it is. And so when you overactivate through overthinking, this, you know, ego, ego part of us, you al- make an alarm system go off that goes, for, in your case, for miles and miles and miles around you. It's like your central nervous system is overly affected by a bunch of alarms going off because the fear has been overactivated. And so not thinking actually helps the ego to calm down and for the fear to subside. And that's when we can gain clarity. So mm-hmm. what do you do? to think about happy things? Mm, well, right now, it's hard to think about happy things. So Right, but that isn't new for you. So it, regardless of if this has been challenging before or not, when you're in a place like this, you have to actually find a way to, mm-hmm. to get out of the frustration, the anger, the fear, whatever's going on. It, mm-hmm. That is your requirement. It's, that's mm-hmm. the key to the clarity. So what are the things in your life that make you happy? Mm. spending time with friends, running, working out. Okay. So when you tell me the running and working out, I know right away that, again, it's really hard for you to get out of your mind. People who who need to work out a lot, and not that that's a bad thing for the body, but when they need to work out a lot, it's because that's the only thing that can help them to get out of their head. They don't know how to do it otherwise. Does that make sense? Hello? Does that yeah. make sense? Okay. So have you ever tried meditation? Uh, yeah, I meditate uh, daily. Yeah, but it's not working for you. Not anymore. Yeah. So here's what I want you to do. Um, and this actually comes from an, a, a, an author who wrote the book. And, of course, um, Benny will be looking this up because I don't remember authors' names or Justine will be telling him. But um, love yourself as if your life depended upon it. And I want you to just start to tell yourself over and over and over again, I love myself, 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 I love myself. Whether you do that out loud or silently, this is what you need to do. Because part of what in, in, in 
ignites the ego is a lack of self-worth. So when we look at manifesting and co-creating, not only do we need to have our vibration elevated, but we need to have our self-worth elevated so that we can receive what it is that we believe that we want. And if our self-worth is low, it doesn't matter how much manifesting we're going to do, we're not going to be able to pull in what we could pull in from a high frequency of, you know, creative visualization and feelings that what we want are here. We have to have an elevated sense of self-worth. So Mm -hmm. that is what needs to change for you. I mean, you know, I've been trying to do that, but you know, it never reaches whenever I say that. Pardon? I'm sorry, what did you say? I've been trying to do that, you know, say, yeah. saying to myself, I love you, but it never well, it takes reaches. a while. It takes a while. Yeah, it's when not instant. It's not instant, no. And it's kind of like this when it comes to shifting our consciousness. To me, it's like quitting smoking. And there isn't a smoker in the world that we would say, even if they've tried 50 times, if they came up to and said, I'm going to try one more time, we wouldn't say, oh, don't bother. We would never say that. And we would never say, um, you you know, that you've already tried 20 times. Forget it. It's not going to work. We would say, oh, my gosh, that's wonderful. I'm so happy for you because we know it's good for their health. It's something that's tangible for us. We know that their lung tissue is going to start to turn pink in about five years, depending on how long they smoked if they quit smoking and, and refrain from smoking. So the same thing is true with your consciousness. You don't give yourself enough time, and I don't care how many times you've tried. It could be the 120th time that you flip your energy significantly enough and your vibration expands that you do not go back to this place of a lack of self-worth and kind of victim consciousness. So keep it going. Don't stop. And eventually, it could happen tomorrow. It could happen Next week, it could happen in three months from now. With the consistency, things will start to change and you will start to get clarity. But you can't give up on it. Okay? Okay. Okay. And Mac, the book uh, you want to check out is uh, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. It's by uh, Kamal Ravikant. Ravikant. R-A-V-I-K-A-N-T. It's on Amazon. Thank you. It's a great book. You can read it in like 20 minutes or shorter. And his exercises are small and, I mean, like, they're, they're fabulous, but they're quick. Mm-hmm. So, um, and keep us posted. Let us know how it's going, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Mac. And uh, that, we're going to probably take a quick break yes. here. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manucherry Show. 877-825-8828. And we'll be right back with more. Marie Manucherry, RN and renowned energy healer, provides accessible instruction for helping you tune in to your health at a deeper level in her first book, Intuitive Self-Healing. Offering a compendium of illuminating case studies and practical self-care techniques, Marie invites you to learn more about the chakras, energetic preventative care, and tools for accessing intuition. Intuitive Self-Healing is available at Amazon.com and Energy Intuitive. This is Namdi Asamoah. I play football for the Philadelphia Eagles, but what I do off the field with United Way might be more important. I'm a volunteer tutor and mentor. Why? Because over a million kids a year drop out of school, and that's not okay. 
It takes 12 years to create a graduate, but it takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be me, or it could be you. Studies show that if we get to these kids earlier, their chances are better. And kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. So join me in United Way. Suit up and take the pledge. Become a volunteer reader, tutor, or mentor. Because when a child succeeds, we all succeed. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way, the Ad Council, and the National Football League. Having trouble picking up the Alternative Talk 1150 signal? Well, whether you live in Portugal or Puyallup, Tasmania or Tacoma, India or Issaquah, you can get Alternative Talk 1150 programming streamed live on your computer via our website, 1150kknw.com. It's true. Just visit 1150kknw.com and click on the Listen Live button. Make sure you have an audio player installed that will play streaming MP3 audio such as Winamp, iTunes, or current versions of Real Player or Windows Player. Visit our website for more details. Remember, that's 1150kknw.com. Effective leadership isn't something that just happens. It takes time and effort. Misha Rouser, master coach, organizational psychologist, and successful entrepreneur, has helped thousands become more confident in their leadership and professional abilities. Gain valuable leadership tools by listening to The Misha Rouser Show Tuesdays at 9.30 a.m. on Alternative Talk 1150. That's Tuesdays at 9.30 a.m. Become a well-rounded, intelligent leader. Log on to MishaRouser.com. That's MishaRouser.com. The Misha Rouser Show, coaching you towards professional success. Self-help, healing, spirituality, and more on Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Great music, Benny. We're all getting ready for our costumes and spooky Halloween night and trick-or-treaters and gluten-free candy and all that really good stuff. So I'm just going to kind of continue our conversation Mm -hmm. that I was sharing before we started to take callers. So one of the things that comes up sometimes for me is just kind of describing this whole thing about reincarnation. Because you know, a lot of people kind of freak out. They're like, is someone going to reincarnate tomorrow who died last week? And what if I didn't like that person? I didn't like my grandpa. Is he coming back as my kid? <laughs> you know, people kind of freak out about that. And from from what I have experienced and what I've been taught or told from the universe is that in the human realm, we take a lot of time before we, we reincarnate. Now, some beings actually reincarnate much faster because everyone has free will. So... What it used to be until um, maybe over the last 15 human years is that when beings would cross over, they would wait approximately 100 Earth years before they would reincarnate, mostly because people need a time out and they need to look at everything that happened on the Earth realm, because this is a really busy time-space rally. We've got so many layers of contrast happening here and and so many different diverse um, growths of consciousness on this planet, where other time-space realities may have very similar beings of same consciousness without violence or poverty or even the need to eat food in their time-space reality. But we have so many layers. So 100 years, and then things started to change. The Earth just began to ramp up its own energy system pretty significantly. So this has become a very popular destination And so now I'm seeing it like half of the time, like maybe 50 to 58 years, human years on the other side before someone decides to reincarnate, which is kind of cool. I think that's fascinating. But when I look at our history, there was a historical time 
and energetically, psychically, when I see it, during the Salem witch hunts, the witches would come back really fast because they were super pissed. And they thought, and they had read this in, inaccurately, they thought that there was going to be a huge shift in consciousness during that time period. Because witchcraft actually wasn't um, horrific or unkind. It was actually benevolent work with the earth. You know, that's what, what, that's what the witches were doing. And, they, and many of them actually during that time period would actually were healers. And they would make packs for soldiers and other people that would be walking on the roads and help take care of them. They were actually in this kind of ministry of care for humanity. And so every time they were killed, which was quite a bit as soon as they were identified, and and they were easily identified because they were so outspoken because they were convinced that it was a time in life where there was going to be a shift in consciousness, which is actually happening now and has been happening you know, for a while on the planet. And so they would be so frustrated and the, the angels and you know, creation and their loved ones on the other side, when they would greet him, they'd say, okay, now you need to take a time out. You need 100 years. And they go, no, I'm coming back right now. And so many of them didn't even take the time to get spirit guides. And it doesn't mean they weren't guided. Of course, the universe is going to provide and make sure that they need it had everything they needed. But most people, beings, before they reincarnate to the earth realm, they sit down with a a huge support staff, if you will, choosing beings that they believe that are more involved than them to be their spirit guides. And there's a lot of dialogue and conversation about what that person wants and, you know, a a look and see at their previous lifetimes and finding joy and happiness and, and as well as the things we want to work on and accomplish so we can evolve. And they didn't get that. So they didn't get a lot of support because they went so quickly within sometimes days, they would reincarnate again. And, and so that's why we had all this trouble during that time period. And it was really a, a challenging time period. Sounds like it for sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I just come, I, I was amazed that what you just said, how you didn't, how they thought like the witchcraft and all that was not as bad. Cause I, in my head, I was, I always thought it was like, no, really the witches bit... were not. They were just, but see, that's for me yeah. though. Uh-huh. Like, well, it's just, we isn't got... that what everybody viewed them as? Though? Well, that's how they viewed them. But this was during the Puritan times. So, you know, if, if, if something healed, they thought it was a bad thing. If flowers grew where no, where they didn't before, they thought that that person was possessed by the devil, you know? So they, so it was a really weird time period in history. Yeah. And then we have people awakening their magic, which is actually a normal thing for everyone to have is to have magic and the gotcha. ability to move energy gotcha. okay. and to, and to flip things, mm-hmm. right? To manifest is to be magical, um, but it was just too soon. And uh, and anyways, kind of fast, fascinating time period. Why don't we go ahead and go to our next caller? Sure. And if you'd like to join us, 877-825-8828 is the number. We're going to travel back to the big D, Dallas, and we have Brooke. <laughs> if this is the same Brooke from last week, this is great. Because remember, if uh, I'm going to re- remind our listeners, she had two loves <laughs> on the line. Two loves, people. Baby, like, you just want two loves I yourself. Just, I just know you do. Right? Yeah. He's doesn't? so excited about this. I am. Yeah. I, we really want to know. So, Brooke. <laughs> Fill us in. Hello. Yes, it's the same Brooke. And you sound yes. very happy, so things must be going amazing. They're going well. So I took your advice, which is perfect, to, um, to tell them. So yes. I told them, and they both know. And um, and it went, I mean, amazingly. Like, as, like I just... I, as you said have, it would, by the way. You said it was going to go yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh, yeah. one of those guys is not going to be too happy about this. Well, yeah, so of course I'm not, like, too, too like, ecstatic or anything, but they are both happy, which is amazing. So <laughs> they both um, still love me, and, um, and I mean, a lot has unfolded in the last seven days. Like, every 24 hours, a, a lot of these things happen, but I, I just, I feel a lot of conflict still. Oh. I, like, I'm, 
Stuck. You're stuck. Sort of. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to congratulate you for speaking your truth. It's Most a definitely. hard thing to yeah. do, especially in this situation. You love both of them, and there was this possibility that when you decided to share, oh my gosh, I love two people at the same time with the people that you love, that one of them may walk away, right? That that was the possibility. And luckily they've said, oh, we love you too. Um, but you're still conflicted, right? Right. Right. So as I recall, because I don't always remember, um, but as soon as I connect with somebody, I do remember certain things. But this is, radio is really quick, so I haven't had that much time to connect with you, obviously. But I remember what I said to you is that you may not be ready to settle down. And, and that's why you love these two men, because there's different things about them that you love. And you might be looking for someone that has both of them, you know, intertwined, both of the things that you love about each person intertwined. So don't be surprised if that's where you end up. Do you know what I mean? In a third person that's not even there? Right. Because okay. because one of the reasons why you're, you know, conflicted is because, it, you know, you probably these guys are going to ask you to choose eventually. Right? Yes, right. they are. Yeah. Right. So now. Right. <laughs> I know. And one of them's a little bit more upset than the other, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, yeah. and he's talking mm-hmm. to his friends and his friends are like, what are you doing? He's just, yeah. he's just way more practical. So. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to have to choose eventually. And I think when you choose, you're going to be, but I like this other part of this other guy, you know. So when you are with someone and it doesn't, they don't have all of the things that you're looking for, because that's normal. Did you know that it's normal to be in an incredible relationship with someone who has the majority of what you're looking for? Did you know that? Yes. Right. So you have half of what you like in one person and half of what you like in the other person. So, But I, but, but yes. I feel like it's. I feel like they both have everything that I want. Really? Yes, I do. And <laughs> no. so much has happened over the last seven days, but I, I mean, I, they're very similar. They're eerily similar. Oh, okay. So, so, you know, this is going to be a, a challenging decision for you, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I personally think that you don't know exactly all that you want. And mm-hmm. that, and then even though you think they're the same, I think, you feel that they're the same because when you're when when you're with each of them you feel great yeah right it doesn't matter if you're with guy we'll say guy number one and guy number two mm-hmm. when you're with guy number one you feel great you leave you go to guy number two and you feel great but i don't think they're similar yeah. i think they're both <laughs> really good people i think they both adore you which is new for you to be adored right to feel no, ad- i i felt love my whole life i'm very <laughs> grateful well maybe in partnership <laughs> you haven't always felt adored and cherished and you can okay. disagree with me, right? You can. I, I think I would. I think I would. Okay. So in my mind, when I look at this, one of the reasons why you feel so great when you're with each guy, because they adore you and cherish you. They just do. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. So, and so you love that feeling. But I do think that yeah. they are different. I think there's something different. Because otherwise, you would have met one person and been so fulfilled about it. Even when another one came along, you would not have been interested. It wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't matter if there was two days in between or three months. You would have been so fulfilled by whatever was going on. It wouldn't matter who walked by. Your eyes would not have wavered. Do you see what I mean? Right. So so they are different, and they're both giving you the same feeling of what you truly want, which is wonderful. And I think when you do make a choice, you're going to go, huh, well, I don't know if this is enough for me. That's what I think is going to happen. And if it does, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It just means there's a third person out there who has everything. And, it, and, it, and you know what? If you decide whoever you choose 
If you decide that that guy's perfect for you for the rest of life, I will be so thrilled and so <laughs> excited and so happy for you. Seriously. Yes. But there's a reason why you're in this conundrum. Right. Okay? Yes. All right. So uh, do, do you have a timeline when you're going to choose? Or, or have they um, given you a timeline? Like today. Yeah, uh, like today. Oh, wow. <laughs> but you're not even ready to leave either one of these guys. Right. I just don't see it happen. I mean, I just, I think you're not going to be able to choose. Maybe that's this what I'm sensing. This is not good. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of like if someone asked me to choose one of my cats, I would have a really hard time. I love all of my cats for different reasons. I just love them all. There's no way I could choose. Like when it comes to my kids, I don't have a favorite. I love all of them uniquely yes. and individually. Yes, exactly. Right? Right. So I can't yes. choose. So, but this is different because these guys don't, these guys want to totally be in a monogamous relationship. <laughs> right. So, so you're going to have to choose. And I just predict that you're not going to be completely satisfied ultimately with your choice. And that there's a different person that you're looking for that takes both of these people, all their wonderful qualities and braids it together so that whenever someone walks by, you are not persuaded to go, oh, well, what about that one? Because I don't think you figured out exactly yet what you want. Which is yeah. cool. How exciting for you. You're in a great place in your life. You're <laughs> testing and you're tasting and you're figuring out what you want in partnership. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, we all wish you the very, 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 very best of luck. And I would so just, much. what I, the only thing I can recommend is just continue to be honest. If you yeah. don't know what to choose, say, I don't know what to do. You know, just tell them that. Be just, yeah. this is what's really good for you to speak your truth um, yeah. so that you can feel empowered and loved and cherished no matter what you say, no matter what you think, and no matter what you do. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Thank Thanks you for so the much. update, Brooke. Brooke and yeah. we send you tons of love. And B- Benny's a little jealous. He- he'd love to have a couple of loves. I'm still floored on, like, <laughs> these guys. Like, I mean, obviously, now they're... She's a catch. What can I say, I Benny? Get that, She's but a catch. Now they both know, but both neither know. of them are going to budge either. Well, no, that's not true. She said she has to decide today. So I... No, but them. What do you mean? Well, if if the either one of the guys have now heard, oh yeah, they know. But right. they've given her a deadline, so they're saying, "Hey, somebody is anyway." I, I get one person in particular is going, "You need to make a decision." She said, "Today's the day." Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, and so if, if she can't make a decision, ultimately somebody's probably going to fade away. Or I think if she makes a decision, she's not going to be completely happy with it, ultimately. It's between a rock and a hard place. I mean, also... It's actually fun. Uh, well, sure, it's for super... you. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> You're the one's got, I, right? Because I look at it from an energetic perspective. She's figuring out I I, what I what would work for her. And, and that's a pretty amazing <laughs> thing to be able to get really clear about what kind of partner you mm-hmm. want in your life. Yeah. She should maybe, like, even if this... Well, she, of course, she's got a deadline between now and what? Let's say just five o'clock, five o'clock. Hypothetically, she should maybe just go out on another date between now and then. Yeah. Why not? Why not right? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Sure. I, I, I personally Fill think that she's not meant to be in a relationship long term right now. And clearly, you know, having two loves is, is kind of indicating that to her that she's not ready for a long term relationship. The decision she makes it. Yeah. Right. I think it will be made for her ultimately nice. and that she will uh, she'll figure it out. Nice. And it's exciting. Cool. Well, we are going to take one more break before we come back. Uh, you are listening to the Marie Manu Cherry and her radio show, 877-825-8828. We're kind of dabbling in a little bit of everything. And, of course, Halloween is right around the corner. We're uh, telling some spooky stories. Yeah. On top of that, trying to figure out dating relationship advice <laughs> on the Marie Manu Cherry show. But we'll be right back with more.
On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed the distinguished wisdom of Dr. Bernie Siegel as he speaks of love, medicine, and miracles. On Saturday, we play DJs for a day with spooky songs for Halloween. All treats, no tricks. In hour number two, Manson Mitchell presents a special series called Chime In about people making a difference. Bringing you fascinating talk since 2007 and sometimes music. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. What's your passion? Maybe you want to help people. Or maybe you have a special passion for making our planet a better place. Bring your special passion to our airwaves. It's time your voice is heard. To learn just how affordable it is to join our family of broadcasters, log on to 1150kknw.com and click on the Be A Star tab. A whole whole new new world world awaits you. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question, and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. Have you ever felt like you are meant for something more? The truth is, you are. Life is not to be endured. It is to be lived. Live your life fully and with purpose. Join me, Holly Holmquist, day minister, spiritual mentor, and the host of Open Conversations, Sundays at 3 p.m. If you want to live your authentic life, let me and my fascinating guests inspire you. Join Open Conversations Sundays from 3 to 4 on KKNW Alternative Talk 1150. That's Sundays at 3 p.m. Join the conversation. Open your ears, open your heart, open your mind. Alternative Talk 1150 a.m. This is exactly why I haven't bought any candy yet, (laughs) because I'm going to eat the whole freaking bag. But I have been looking at all the bags of candy, trying to find bags that have candy in it that I don't like, that the kids would like, right? So um, anyway, I haven't bought any candy yet. I guess Sunday, and it might be on sale then too, which would be phenomenal. I'll be buying all the candy for all the adorable trick-or-treaters for Monday evening. Uh, So I'm going to tell one more story. Okay. Okay. Um, so this was also a few years ago. Um, I was working on a client and an image appeared right next to the massage table. So the client is laying down on the massage table and, you know, I I assume when I see an image that I'm usually speaking to someone on the other side, right? So someone who's died, who's connected to the person Mm -hmm. laying on the Mm -hmm. table and this image appears and it's a younger person. I'm just not going to go into too many details, um, about the circumstance and um and and I could see this person clearly the clothes color of hair which is very common for me since I don't hear information like names I have I get to have a full visual of the person and then I get to feel their personality so that I can describe them which is actually really fun because then the client feels like that person is really right there in the room and and in my opinion they are so I see this younger person standing next to an adult that I'm laying my hands on 
And what was interesting about this person, and the younger person was like 10 or 12 years of age, is that that person was on fire. So I'd never seen that before, just a blaze of flame. Huh. And, and the, the person who was from the other side you know, with fire all over them wasn't crying, wasn't in pain, nothing like that was happening, but that was the image that it had. This, I was really shocked. I'd never seen anything like that before, and I didn't even know what it meant. So I, I'm telling the client, you know, there's someone in the room. I describe the gender, age, and what the person's wearing. And then I say, and this person is engulfed in flames. And the client, and this is what always happens to me, they're never surprised by what I say, even though I'm like, what the heck is going on? Um, That person told me that a family member had died in a fiery plane crash. Wow. And so that person was there and was showing me, which is common. I typically see people close to the time of their death, but I don't always see... Uh, you know, people who who die tragically in that way, right? Um, or maybe they don't always show me a tragic situation. I usually see people not looking well or in a hospital or I see IV tubing on them or I see them in bed for long periods of time. I can see the exasperation of diseases or if someone's taking their life, um, I have completely different metaphors for that. But this was something I had never experienced before and it was literally a family member who had died um, several years prior in a fiery plane crash, kind of, yeah, Gee. very interesting, yeah. Hmm. That's a pretty vivid image that too. Was like pretty you can't really get that intense. one out of there. Intense, yeah, yeah, huh. intense, yeah. Why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Okay, Who do we have? sure. Let's do that. Eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight is the number for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And Katya is calling in from Redmond. Hello, Katya. Hi, Danny. Hi, Marie. Hi, Katya. I really, I really loved how you were talking about the benevolent witches. That's how I feel now. Well, you're With right. so much magic happening. Right. And I cannot help it, but it freaks me out in a good way. It puts me in overwhelm. Aww. There's so many amazing... Well, first, I love absolutely everything you always teach. And recently, I had a session with Alexa Robbins that you oh, spoke yeah, I so love highly her. about. Yeah, she, we've interviewed her, so, too. She's fabulous. Yeah, so you both ladies, whatever you teach, I try to do. And uh-huh. when I'm in a good place, there's so much magic. Like, amazing circumstances, coincidences, synchronicities, and I'm really, it seems like manifesting is full speed on. Yay. And I focus it on, on my husband's business. Mm. But even though it's happening for the business, because you told me before you want me to do spiritual work down the line. Right. Through, through commercial business work, I go into companies, and somehow they, my contacts end up being psychic or with certain pronounced abilities or into energy. Like the other day, I went to a commercial fishing company, and the lady I met there, she's like, well, you know you'll be doing, you're not going to be doing this forever. I'm like, yeah, Marie told me. And she's like, you'll be doing energy work. So it's amazing the way it happens. And when it happens, I don't see my guides, but I see they're all around us, you know, putting things together in, like, most unbelievable ways. And, I like, I get overwhelmed because it doesn't happen like this in real life. It shouldn't. And my husband feels the same way, but it's not good to be an overwhelm because then your guides, the universe, look at you like, oh, no, they're freaking out. Let's I know, but, down. but 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 that happen. was, you know, that was kind of your norm. You know, one of the things that happens to you is you excite your central nervous system. So, you know, mm-hmm. forever, no matter what you do professionally or privately, that's something that you need to work on is calming down your central nervous system. And I think this is kind of cool what you were talking about. Why don't you do some intuitive and energetic consulting for mainstream businesses and help their businesses grow? I think that's a great job for you. You'd love it. They'd love it. I think that's something you should seriously consider. Okay. 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 And uh, calming down, what are your, um, besides Marilyn Geneva that we talked about, uh, you know, two key words, 
when you wake up and go to sleep, calm serenity or mm-hmm. calm peace? What are other suggestions? I, I think for you, as soon as you notice that your your central nervous system is starting to crank up, you need to mm-hmm. go stop, lay down, tell yourself everything's okay, that you're safe. Because it's actually a fear, it, something fear has been tripped up in you, and then your energy system thinks it has to run a hundred times faster in order to alleviate the fear, but it but it actually just keeps creating it and, and kind of adds to it. So you need mm-hmm. to start training your body that when that starts to happen, you're you're going to actually go do something very calming, like go lay down, take a, start breathing into your belly. You, you need to stop yourself for, and it could this could take a matter of months to be able to not allow that pattern to keep coming. Do you see what I mean? Because it's yeah, a pattern. It's and a it's pattern. such a fast, fast, fast-paced life that, yeah, you're well, absolutely it's, right. I mean, I'm a really busy person, but I don't think my life is fast-paced at all. I think it's because being in the moment, you get to enjoy where you are and you soak mm-hmm. it up, and that feels so huge. It's yep. so, so that's what I'm recommending. Yes, thank you so, so You're much. You're welcome. And I always love talking to you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm so excited about your upcoming workshop in December. Ooh, exciting. Oh, and, and we're working on teaching a retreat in North Carolina and the Blue Ridge Mountains. So that's going to be really fun, too. Wonderful. Well, thank you so, so much. You're for welcome. Everything you thanks do. for listening and thanks for being such a great support. Yeah, thanks, Katya, for joining the show. And 877 825 8828 is the number. 877 825 8828. We have a few minutes left and uh, let's just run off to Barb. Barb's calling in. For, I know it goes by real fast. It goes by so fast. <laughs> Barb from Bellevue. Uh, surgery on Halloween. Is this Ooh, right? Barb. Hi there. Yeah, surgery on Halloween. And um, they're putting me under, so and I'm a little nervous about that. And I'm wondering what I can do to prepare for that exciting yeah. event. <laughs> well, first of all, is Barb your real name? It really is. Really? Well, it's Barbara, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, is your dad on the other side? No, he's not. Okay. So did you – I can't hear you very well, but um, did, were you close to a grandfather? I'm very close to my grandfather, yeah. yes. And he's passed? Yes, he is. Yeah, because there's a man on the other side who acts like your dad, actually. And that's why I asked about your father. And thankfully, your father is still alive and well. And so this man actually feels more fatherly to you than grandfather. Is that true? Um, no, he was definitely, definitely grandpa. Okay. <laughs> and, and so so what is what do you mean by grandpa? Because cause this man just adores you. You know what I mean? Wow. Um. Yeah, no, he's my my grandfather. He's my dad's dad. Oh yeah, I mean, I know he's your grandfather, but did you feel an energy between you and he that was kind of fatherly? I I've always felt really close to my grandparents. Yeah, and um, all of my grandparents have passed away. You know what's so interesting about you? You're just so dang practical. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you are. You're a very practical person, and and so you have a hard time letting things be kind of flexible or movable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and so, because this man says that he has loved you like a ch- like you were his child. And and maybe he treated all of his grandchildren like that. I have no idea, but I feel like this really strong connection. And and you feel almost a disservice to your dad if you even kind of sort of say, "Yeah, I was lucky I had two dads," you know, something like that. Um and, and of course that could not be your your actual feelings, but what I'm asking you to do is to don't get caught up in the way the human world describes things or or says how things are supposed to be, I want you to start coming up with your own independent way of experiencing your life that really doesn't look like anybody else's way of experiencing it. The reason uh-huh. why I asked if, if your real name is Barb is because this man doesn't call you Barb. 
you know, oh. I, I can't hear what he's calling you. Did he have a nickname for you or did he call you sweetie or? When I was little, everybody called me Barbie. Barbie. Okay. All right. Okay. He, this man is extremely proud of you, by the way. He says that you Aww. are, you know, you've, you've accomplished a lot of things that you wanted to do in your life and he's very proud of you. He will be with you in the OR, by the way. I'm helping you with the surgery. And what I'm going to do, this is what I do for all my clients who are about to have a procedure or whatnot. I send energy ahead of time, and anyone can do this, to the operating room so that everything is clean and beautiful and put in its place and every tool that needs to be there is available and that every nurse and doctor had great sleep for that entire week and all the right medications are there. That's what I do ahead is you send energy. It's like you pre-pave the OR room to have everything that needs to be there so that you can have the best outcome possible, right? Right. And then your job is to feel that you've already had the surgery and everything was perfect. Does that make sense? Perfect. Yeah, that's your job to feel that. So your grandfather, he, he you know, he's, he's fine with however you describe him, but he feels like you're one of his children and, um, and all of those things. It's really lovely. It's great. And he will be there with you. And, yeah, Halloween's kind of cool to have surgery. I think that's really kinda, cool. Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to paint boo on my tummy, so. <laughs> that's awesome. I like that. When the surgeon gets going, they'll be surprised. They'll love it. They're, they're going to love it. They're, they're going to absolutely love it. And um, we wish you a very, very successful surgery. I believe it will be, you know. Yeah. I believe it will be successful. And thank you so much for calling in. And happy Halloween. And your, Happy Halloween. Yes. And your grandfather's kissing you on your cheek. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, he just adores you. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks very much, Barb, for calling in. And, yes, good luck for sure. Time for one more, you think? Sure. All I right. think I can do one All more. All right. Let's do it. Judy from Seattle. Hello, Judy. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Hi, Judy. What can I do for you? Um, so I'm 71 years old. Um, 71? I, yeah, cool. I had a breakup like four years ago. I just and... look at Benny. People are just in the dating world now. I think this is a sign for you, <laughs> Benny. I really do. Okay. Yeah, so you had a breakup about four years ago. Yes. And I met a, a guy this summer around my age at a festival that I worked at. Mm-hmm. Um, but I live in Seattle and he lives in the San Juan. Uh-huh, well, that's and... not that far away. Okay, go ahead. And I, and I built this great life for myself. You know, I have friends. I have two jobs that I really love. Yeah. And it's making me a little nervous. And uh, we've been <laughs> writing back and emailing back and forth. And uh-huh. it's, it seems to be getting a little more serious. So. <laughs> You're so cute. Okay, well, first of all, nothing's happened. You're not engaged. You're not about to get married. You haven't. Go have some fun and stop trying to figure out the future. Please. Stay in the moment. You like this guy. You're having fun. He seems like a nice person. Just go have some fun. Don't think about this, please. Okay? Okay. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. And then it will all work out. When people meet the right person, it all works out. My middle daughter, who met her, I think I've mentioned this before, her um, boyfriend, her current boyfriend, they were actually both um, PhD students in different universities, one in Georgia and one in Texas, and they met at conferences where they were giving lectures and talks and doing competitions and things. And they met a couple years ago, and then uh, last holiday season, they decided to start dating. And they were dating other people, so they broke up with their people that they were dating, and they started dating each other. They moved in together, and then my daughter got a job in Oklahoma as a professor, and he works in Texas. So they're five hours away by by car or something like that, maybe lo- longer. But they figured it all out because they, could just, they were so busy being brand-new professors, they really don't have – 
if they were living together, they'd just be crashing at night. <laughs> so they get to have their own space while they're figuring out their careers. And then they spend time together in the weekends and they share a dog. So the dog goes back and forth between Oklahoma and Texas every two weeks, something like that. So when you meet the right person, no matter what the obstacles are, it will all work out. So don't worry about this. Go find out if he's the right person. Go have some fun. Okay? Yeah. And congratulations. Thanks. Your dating world sounds very exciting. I'm very happy for you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. All right. I think that'll wrap it up for today's callers. Okay. So um, I'll be at East West Bookshop mm-hmm. on December 3rd and 4th, I believe. It's a Friday, Saturday. And we're going to be talking about on Friday night, unlooping the brain. So all of this overthinking, analyzing, processing, all these things that are just absolutely not good for any of us. And it doesn't get us what we want. Like our first caller who's having some issues in his life and he's trying to move through them, but he can't get out of his head. And the answers don't come from your brain. They come from clarity, which is your energy system, your genius, your God self, which is connected to the bigger part of your soul that did not incarnate to earth. So before we incarnate, we take parts of ourself, our soul, that wants to grow and evolve and parts that could be very helpful. But we don't take the majority of our awareness because, honestly, we could probably go a little crazy. If all of our awareness was on Earth, it would be really chaotic. So we don't do that. But when you, when you are on the Earth realm, you still have this connection to this incredible guidance, this genius, this super consciousness that is naturally yours. But in order to recognize it, to sense it, to see it, to hear it and feel it, you need to be calm. You need to be not thinking or analyzing. You need to be in joy or in some beautiful centered place, and then the awareness will come to you. And so when we're having issues in our life and all of our buttons are pushed, we really need to use every tool that we have and refocus our energy over and over and over again to get back into that place of calm so that we can sense and know the clarity that will get us out of whatever issue is you know, creating problems in our life. Otherwise, we're just going to create more problems. So it's very important to do this. So, you know, I think even with the presidential election coming up, it makes a lot of Americans really nervous. And I think it makes people stressed out and angry and frustrated. And that's actually not helpful for your central nervous system. It's not helpful for your family, your work area, and the community at large, which means the entire world, because we're all part of the world community. So, Get out of your head. Stop thinking about it. Stop talking about it. Stop Facebooking about it. Put some positive energy that we're all going to have a wonderful leader and that our political world will only improve over time. Um, And have a safe and lovely Halloween on Monday. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye.